because it allows them to do other things, but they're able to do their job, finish, and then get to do it, to do other things. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, yeah. And you, you feel like you're fully in control and it does avoid all the chit chats and the, and all the politics that go on in yeah. offices. Because yeah. at this point, if somebody wants to get me back into an office, they're going to have to pay me as somebody who, who should be in an office. Because... Yeah. Because let's say, for instance, with the, the capacity that I have now, where it's like the 9 to 5 aspect or like the products that I'm doing on the side, those contribute to however much I make a month and however much I feel like I have the capacity to do. So if somebody wants me back in an office, that means I have to be willing to sacrifice those in order to focus my efforts on that one thing. So yeah. it has to match up to that, if that makes sense. Yes. Which, yes. which, which can be difficult based on what people are, are willing to pay other people. Um, one thing that I, I was honest with myself about was when I did move back home, um, how much I was getting paid as a consultant was drastically different compared to how much I was getting paid initially. So that it wasn't necessarily a, a drastic lifestyle change because mentally I had prepared myself. But also these are two different um, environments. That was like a tech environment in America and then this is like a design environment in South Africa. So the the expectations are different, the delivery is different, but also the the circumstances of the business itself is different as well. So I had yeah. to adjust to sort of like learning how things work from like a corporate environment here, the teams that I work with, but also from a money management that also required me to adjust accordingly mm-hmm. to like the circumstances that I would like find myself in. And I wouldn't be able to take uh, a two-week vacation every every quarter, <laughs> so it's like <laughs> it's good. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a reality that sets in, but yeah, mm. with, the, with the state of affairs, I don't know. I, I don't want to get into the the mindset of I should be grateful to have what I have because I've never really operated like that. It's always a matter of like. Even through loss, I know that I will be provided more, if that makes sense. So it's like an abundance mentality without exerting that onto other people. Yes, yeah. Yes, for sure. For sure. So, well, that probably even influenced my eventual move down here as well. Probably other reasons as well, but that was, it's almost like, not even it's almost like, the one thing that I've learned from being here for in the next three to four months that I'll be a year is that the, the only other option that I feel that I have after this is going abroad again. I can't go back to, to Joburg because of the people that I find myself around, the experiences that I get to have. It's, it's too familiar with something that I'm used to in a different context that going back to Joburg would probably like stress me. Unless mm. if the bottom line is right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
then you're willing to sacrifice. <laughs> then I'm willing to hear them out, and that has to be matched up with um, how much time I have available to myself, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, can you see that? And I suppose it's probably that mentality that you have of abundance that you don't want to settle for less than what you're having now. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking about finances here. I'm mm-hmm. not talking about the income. I'm talking about spaces that you find yourself in and the work your 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 home mm-hmm. um, all of those things so from here back to Joburg will feel like um like you're regressing like you now yeah. there's no improvement whereas from there overseas is a bigger challenge a big a better environment and yeah it would okay. be difficult it would be Pardon? difficult it would be different, yeah. But I don't know. You know, my concern though, and because I know that permeates throughout different aspects of my life, I think it also impacts sort of like how I see certain relationships with people or friends or activities that I do because it's like if I know that I can do better or I've experienced better then it can also like limit my ability to enjoy where I'm at because I'm always thinking like what else can I do but it's it's not to a detriment that it's I I, I take unnecessary risks if that makes sense mm-hmm. to a certain extent it is calculated but um, I just hope it doesn't get to a point where I'm, I'm not able to see beyond the, the pursuit and I can see like what's happening as I'm going through it type of thing. Like enjoy what I'm, it's almost like what I was telling you um, a couple of sessions ago about like feeling more deeply or being more present in that sense. Because I always mm. don't want to, to focus on like the next thing, the next thing, the next thing because at some point they won't and be not, and not being in the moment and enjoying that moment mm-hmm. knowing that they could be better but still enjoy the moment mm-hmm. in that way yeah because I don't know how well not that I don't know how to balance that but I think well there, there, there's almost like I feel like I see life in a, in a black and white type of way um, in the sense of throughout the first three months of this year, I've also like just mostly taking time for myself. I'm not trying to exert more than what I'm normally used to. Let's say like a year ago, it was always a matter of like, conveniently, I was always around people because it was, all, it was a proximity game. And now that I'm no longer in that position, I'm not stretching in that regard anymore. I'm just 
mostly at home or if it's an activity it's like a couple hours throughout um a day or two and then that's it but normally when i was like a year ago it was like just felt like one thing after another but remember as well that as you go along you you're going to discover certain things about yourself because you know better than mm-hmm. previously and then um and also the the developmental stage that you're going to be finding yourself in mm-hmm. it changes so that's going to change there's certain things that you're going to realize okay no um i'm now at this life stage and there's certain things that i need to kind of stop doing mm-hmm. because they're not doing me well. So sometimes it's just from that mm-hmm. and not because, you know, um, of wanting something better all the time. So it's, yeah, just to be aware that it's not just, it doesn't always come from that space. It's just you changing and yeah. because of the life stage and adjusting to that. And certain things are not going to do you well. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Actually, yeah. that, that, that reminds me of the... Of a journal prompt that like my friend sent me the other day. And it was around... Um, have you ever been or felt like a priority to someone? And then I broke it into like family, friends and relationships. And that sort of like gave me an indication of how I perceive being prioritized in people's lives and what that may have felt like in different um, circumstances. But also what is, actually I, I couldn't actually even think of like the consistency throughout those three compartments because it looks different according to what the relation is, if that makes sense. Mm. And it will. Um, other times you'll, you'll find that, uh, say with friends, there were moments where you felt you weren't prioritized, mm-hmm. but sometimes it is because of their circumstances mm-hmm. and not because they don't want to prioritize you. Mm-hmm. So in that time that was what happened but it's it's just always to be aware that you're not um that you're finding almost like consistency Mm -hmm. in that not picking on certain events or certain incidences um because sometimes we we want to feel or know that we're being prioritized because of what, what, whatever at that time, whatever situation that you're finding yourself in. But maybe Tandy on that day just is not able to mm-hmm. for, for whatever reasons. Um, whether now I don't have that emotional capacity at that time because I'm also going through something. Mm-hmm. But you know that Tandy is most of the time available then it's okay yeah yeah so but just to be aware that you're not being you're not picking specific 
occasions or incidences because that sometimes can just turn things around for you yeah well funny enough i i wrote down people's names of who i feel (laughs) 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 not that i'm not that i'm gonna say their names or anything but one thing okay so what i wrote down is that um these are the friends that i've consistently felt seen by from checking in to making sure that I'm well or taking care of myself in my own way. Um, I've always appreciated um, them being my voice of reason or making me laugh or considering me when I least expected it and helping me see beyond my circumstances. A big part of what contributes to these particular people is that they're reliable. I know that if and when I call, they will answer or offer some guidance or even just hold space without an ask in return. Yeah. So that's a way in which I sort of like perceive their, like me being a priority in their life. Yes. Knowing that they're reliable. Not that I'm, I'm always going to be asking something of them, but knowing mm. that even if mm. it's a call, a text, lunch, something that has nothing to do with taking, I know yes. that I will, I will sort of like be reciprocated or have my efforts reciprocated in that regard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that way, yes. So, but you know that even those people, if something were to happen and they're not able to respond, it is just a situational thing and not because they don't prioritize. Mm-hmm. You know that that's been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm on the other end for them as well. Yes. Yeah. But funny enough, it was, it was not, actually not vastly different. But like there were some differences from what I wrote about family and then compared to like relationships. Relationships was the one that was actually kind of like funny. So with my family, I was like, um, my family has um, consistently made me feel prioritized when I was young up until this day. It came from consistency of showing up to let's say like sporting events or plays or just different ways in my life um but also within disagreements it was never a matter of like being shamed or being made to feel like i don't have a voice in in circumstances when it comes to like maybe like certain authority figures whether it's like a teacher or whatever whatever but i was always made to feel like what I say also matters, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Sometimes that did get me into trouble, but they always, <laughs> they always had my back in that regard in terms of like, in that moment, they wouldn't necessarily overtly disagree, but then when it's just us two or whoever I'm with at that particular point in time, outside of the context, they'd be like, this is maybe a different way that you could have handled that situation. Yes. Yeah. And, um, one other interesting thing um, with that and um, something that you you may come across and need to be able to manage is that the very those very people at times can really disappoint you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because we always have this thing that and 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 this most of the time happens with the significant people in our lives and um, where 
obviously all of these things build an expectation yeah and you expect that at some point someone will be there for you and those very people actually do sometimes disappoint you mm-hmm. uh, and at times to a point where you actually question like was i mm. is this what really was going on or have these people changed mm. or yes so those moments do come oh no they they, they have <laughs> oh they have <laughs> they have at, at this at this age they definitely have but well not even but and one thing that i've always probably like appreciated is being spoken to and not having decisions made on my behalf if that makes sense yeah because it's almost like when you've been if you're kept in the dark about certain decisions that may impact you then that just escalates every other emotion that you may feel about what you feel like happened to you. Yeah. So the fact that whether it's my mom or my dad or my sister, they've always had the the know-how to to talk to me about it. Let's say like for instance, this is probably maybe like two Christmases ago where I was talking to my niece who's like a full-on teenager now and I was just like, you know, I understand that you're in high school and there's so many other things that are going to happen in your life but I need you to know that should you find yourself in a circumstance where maybe you're concerned about how your mom is going to feel or how your grandparents are going to feel or how your dad's going to feel I want you to be able to reach out to me to a point in which you pr- we prioritize your safety more than you being concerned about what may happen next and it was it was it was actually interesting to to sort of like see her reaction of like you know actually appreciating that because mm-hmm. it's almost like oh not even almost like I'm seeing it through my niece and nephew that they don't think we've had the experiences that they have it right now and I'm just like I've been your age yeah. <laughs> now you know when we say that yes. so that was just like oh okay now I see what you mean but it's also just like yeah. And look, it, it also gives her the surety and comfort that because um, you're almost closer to um, her age, mm-hmm. not, but you know, that you will understand certain things better than her parents mm-hmm. or the grandparents. So it's easier then to open up to you. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, that's a good thing, actually. Yeah, it was actually a funny, a funny moment. Well, mostly because, like, to this day, I, I, I try and make them avoid calling me their uncle and just rather call me by my <laughs> by my name because I'm just like, not yet. Uncle boy, dude. <laughs> not yet. You not are. Yet. You are, and you're playing that role. You've already yeah. started. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Yeah, life, life, life lessons, eh? Yeah. So in that sense, that's that's sort of like an act of how I am trying to make them feel like their priority in my life. Yes. Yeah. Because obviously, since I'm not in the same city as them anymore, um, I don't see them as as often as I used to. 
and that used to be sort of like how we connected over a period of time okay. so now it's just yeah. like how can I stay in touch or like what do they need type of thing mm. and it's not coming from a place of like I don't know trying to to buy their affection but it's almost like just making sure I have like a a close enough touch point that I don't feel too far from them if that makes sense mm. and and they can rely on you on certain things um yeah no that's a good thing mm-hmm. um and um I also wanted to touch on it's just time now but um that, that's that's that's, that's going to need its own little thing because let's say like it'll need its own little session because um let me just read you what what I wrote down for for priorities when it comes to previous relationships um of all my previous relationships and I'm only acknowledging 3 <laughs> okay jeez okay like I have to be very specific I don't know what the criteria is but it's 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 how I perceive the people that I've been with um of all the previous relationships, um, well, I felt like I was a priority, but it was never consistent. Um, partially just because I had not, or I didn't have the vocabulary to let them know how I feel or, or sort of like to react to how I want to be seen, if that makes sense. I often took the role of somebody who would anticipate somebody's needs and fill those gaps instead of like having them like overtly ask me what they want from me but in turn i didn't vocalize what i was feeling or experiencing so there was a a level of feeling like discontent about their proactivity in in our relationship um so i was like so in that overall experience or of a relationship, I'm yet to feel pri- feel prioritized in a consistent and affirming way. I feel like that was an honest thing to say, but it also, well, actually, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm explaining myself too much now. Because there were moments in which I did feel prioritized, but it wasn't consistent enough to, let's say, keep me in that situation there were ways in which um there were ways in which or various reasons as to why it ended but also valid reasons as to why it ended and so the the cycle that i'm trying to break in that sense is not putting myself in a position where i'm going above and beyond and Maybe that's my problem. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like self-diagnosing. <laughs> so it's just like acts of service are a very big thing for me, if that makes sense. Um, and it's not just about doing things for me, but it's almost like if you've spent enough time with me, then there, there should be sort of like a an anticipation of how you could possibly fill a gap. It doesn't even have to be anything related to money. Just even things to do for somebody who's like working in their office or I'm running some errands and when I get back, I might be tired. Just like even an acknowledgement in that sense or just, 
I don't know. Did, what is, there was a there was a podcast that I listened to where um, the lady was talking about like um, having a partner who's conscientious. So somebody who's able to be encompassing without the theatrics of it all. Mm. So mm. maybe that's why, in that sense, I, I I may not have felt prioritized. But it was it was also like we're all young. We're all yeah going through whatever that we needed to go through and obviously those experiences will just be that just like experiences i guess yeah and i suppose those have taught you now what what you really want in a relationship Mm -hmm. as well yeah because the last thing i wrote down was uh, oh so the last thing that i wrote was around the moments in which I felt prioritized came in a, it was, it was, it came in a form of, of a plane ticket, which I wrote down as started the second half of my life, which is kind of weird to say, but it was a way in which that she did something that contributed to sort of like getting me going for years after that. And from a normalcy standpoint, that was also like the one person who was emotionally intact, that was somewhat adventurous, but not out of the bounds of like doing something crazy. But it was also, there, was, there was a balance to it. Mm. But what led to the eventual end of that was my perceived... Um, understanding of their life experiences and how they could eventually sort of like come back to bite me or her at some point in time in her life so it's almost like i'm making decisions on her behalf but that wasn't even my place to make those decisions yeah but it's also like in hindsight i think it was for the best for both of us even though it was it felt like an individual decision Mm. and do you think maybe you were trying to protect yourself from from something and it was like okay i'm seeing this it's not gonna go well let me just make the decision and i i don't even think it was that because there was nothing wrong oh okay i wonder why though it's it's that thing that i mentioned of what may come next because I knew what would possibly come next in my own personal capacity or like individual capacity that maybe at that particular point in time I felt like I had to make room in my life to encompass that. To accommodate, yeah. Sure. Because the last thing that I want to do is like put somebody in a position where they don't feel prioritized because I'm just focusing on myself, which I do have the tendency to do. So before you, before it gets there, then rather end it so that you're able then to go on with whatever. Yeah. And in most cases, as, as bad as the sound, in most cases, it always works out. Like me, yes, like me focusing my efforts on myself and what I want leads me to 
so much more and it's it's a very selfish approach but it's no look it's not selfish and what's making me think is that how do you then maintain relationships if the thinking is that mm. and not trying to incorporate this into the relationship mm. there's absolutely nothing wrong in focusing on yourself it's not being selfish um but obviously um you know being be empathetic understand that someone you know if someone is doing whatever and they may need help and that you're there mm. and it, it's not a like a transactional you know um but to make sure that you you incorporate incorporate all of that the things that you want into the relationship and if you were you were someone who who has ambition who who wants to do things who wants to grow Mm -hmm. remember that we still want to grow as individuals Mm -hmm. in a relationship and as a couple in excuse me in the relationship so focusing on yourself and your growth is awesome mm-hmm. and then you have this person back you up and support you in, in in what you want to do in the growth in that change in that bigger thing right mm-hmm. so let's just say for instance now with this relationship and it's a serious thing and then you've got this um thing that you know what after this, I want to go overseas is what I want to do, mm-hmm. right? And there's absolutely nothing wrong now that you've learned that it's okay to communicate certain things or everything um, when you're comfortable or if you're comfortable in, in having that chat. That you tell this person, look, this is what I do. These are my plans. I want to go overseas. And if this person is supportive of something like that, then it will be, oh, okay, so whatever. I mean, it means that, yeah, we may be away from each other, but I fully understand that, you you know, this is where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm fully, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm backing you with, with this decision. How are we going to work things now with, you know, in terms of the relationship? Yeah. So that, so that whatever comes you don't get to that decision that you've always been making that, okay, this is where I want to go. I see things are not going to really work because now I'm leaving and whatever else, whatever it is that mm-hmm. you, you think of. And then you think, okay, the next best, best thing is to let it go. Yeah. Anyone needs to, I need to look into a, a dating service. <laughs> <laughs> when they match you up with an ideal person, but you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll discuss it in the in the next session. In the next session, yeah, we'll talk about it. Um, 